Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and today we're going to talk about making change easier. It is very, very possible. Unfortunately, there's this common misconception that change has to be hard. It has to be a fight. It has to suck. It has to be an uphill battle. And while it can be, I've certainly gone about some things in a very hard way, it doesn't have to be. And this is something that I wrote about in my book, Chasing Cupcakes. In fact, there's an entire chapter devoted to it. I wanted to dive into it today because so many of my clients that I talk to or emails that I get or direct messages that I get online are from people who are very much on the hard road. And I get it. I've been there where it seems like every day it's a fight. Every day it's a struggle. Every day if you're not motivated, you might as well not bother because it's just not happening today. And for most people, certainly was true for me, we don't know that there is a way to make it way easier. That doesn't mean there won't be hard things. It doesn't mean there won't be hard moments in every facet of life, whether we're trying to change or we're not. There's going to be tough things that come through, but we are in control of whether we make it hard or whether we make it easy. I don't remember what chapter dives into this in a lot of detail in the book, but it's one of the earlier chapters in part one. If you have not yet read Chasing Cupcakes, I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, And you can even listen to it free. If you're new to Audible, you just go to uh, audibletrial.com forward slash primal potential and you get a free trial to Audible. And with that, comes your choice of a book to start with. And you can certainly use that to listen to Chasing Cupcakes. So you can get the hardcover, you can get the paperback, you can get the Kindle version, or you can listen to it on Audible. And yes, I do read the Audible version myself. So you just go to audibletrial.com forward slash primal potential. If you're new to Audible, you can listen to it for free. And if you're not, just check out amazon.com because there's usually a sale going on. You know how Amazon is. But I wanted today to break down these hallmarks of the hard road versus the easy road and what each one looks like. We're going to start with the hard road, which feels so familiar to me, not only because I spent most of my life here, but because on any given day, I can catch myself thinking along the hard road or approaching something along the hard road. And the great thing that happens when we have awareness of these hallmarks of the hard road is that we're like, oh, 
I'm making this, we can just realize in a moment, I can, I'm making this harder than it needs to be. And there's an alternative. And to be honest, I probably do this at least three to five times a day. Whether I'm making my relationship harder than it needs to be, I'm making my fitness harder than it needs to be, I'm making my finances or my business or my food choices harder than they need to be. When we have awareness of these hallmarks, we're much more likely to catch ourselves and say, yeah, this is what it looks like to make it harder than it needs to be. And then we'll go through the hallmarks of the easy road so you know what the alternatives are. The first one, the first hallmark of the hard road is valuing novelty, some new approach, and intensity over consistency. Valuing something new or something intense over consistency. This has looked like a lot of different things for me. I've seen this in my health choices. I've seen this financially. I've seen this uh, in business. And I see it every single day in my clients. The most common way it showed up for me was with food stuff, right? I would, in a second, jump on some new crazy strict diet without without really considering the impact it would have on my life if I just consistently made choices that were healthy choices, you know? That wasn't good enough. That wasn't fast enough because I valued something new, novelty, or intensity over consistency. And then what happens is we bounce and we jump from one new strict plan to the next without ever developing this critical thing required for success called consistency. I see this in business all the time when people are like, oh, this person uses this app to grow their Instagram? I'm totally going to do that. Right? It's, it's something new and it's a more intense approach than just consistently putting great content out over time. Or you think, you know, I'm going to invest in this thing because like cryptocurrency, right, was a great example of people who were valuing something new or some intense approach over consistency. Consistency pays off in the long run and quite frankly, to not only create success, but more importantly, to maintain success, we have to be consistent. When I ask new clients who come in to work with me usually through the 12 weeks, what their biggest challenge is, more than 50% of people say consistency. And even the people who don't say consistency, when we start diving into it, they're like, oh yeah, that's a struggle for me. Why? Because a hallmark of the hard road is valuing novelty and intensity over consistency. The second hallmark of the hard road is putting off until later what you don't feel like prioritizing today putting off until later what you don't feel like prioritizing today. This is one of those places where I might catch myself these days and go, E, come on, you're making this harder than it needs to be. Do it now. Get it done. You're only making this harder for yourself if you put it off until tomorrow. Like maybe I'm going through my list for work for the day and I'm like, oh, you know what? I can do that tomorrow. Hallmark of the hard road, putting off until later what you don't feel like prioritizing today. For some people, they see it very much in their work. For some people, they see it when it comes to sticking to a budget. 
or taking great care of their physical bodies or connecting with their partner or reaching out to a friend because they want better relationships in their lives. It's a hallmark of the hard road, putting off until later what you don't feel like prioritizing today. And after we get through these hallmarks of the hard road, don't worry, we'll go into the hallmarks of the easy road so you know what the alternative is. Although sometimes, like in this case, it's really straightforward. Just do the damn thing, right? The next hallmark of the hard road is focusing on your skill set more than your mindset. Focusing more on your skill set than your mindset. I saw this play out the other day in a conversation I was having with a client. This was a, actually a couple weeks ago. And this particular client was trying to figure out if she wanted to go into the veterans 12 weeks to transformation for the fall or if she didn't. And so I said, let's jump on the phone. Let's talk about it. What's, you know, tell me your thought process. What are you thinking? And she said, well, it's kind of like an either or situation with money. And I said, well, before we get to that, talk to me about where you're at. Talk to me about your goals. Talk to me about what's happening. And she said, you know, I'm still, I'm making a lot of excuses and I know what I should do, but I'm not consistently doing it. And I I really want to be more consistent. I want to be stronger in who I want to be versus giving in constantly and repeating who I've been. And I said, okay. So then we get back to the money piece. And I said, okay, if it's an either this or that, you know, what are your options? Obviously, the fall veterans group is one. What's the other? And she said, well, I'm just just trying to decide if I should spend my money on the fall veterans group or if I should put my money into this this fasting course that I really want to take. And I said, based on what you've shared with me about your challenges, your biggest barrier is mindset, the excuses, the past patterns, the consistency, the showing up today to do the right thing versus putting it off until tomorrow. I don't think that learning more about fasting has anything to do with that primary barrier. And she agreed right off the bat. She was like, I I hadn't thought about it that way. Totally agree. That's what it can look like to focus more on your skill set than your mindset. And that's one of the hallmarks of the hard road. Until we become better thinkers, no matter what approach we take, we're going to run into the same barriers. The next hallmark of the hard road is investing energy in the problem instead of acting on the solution. Investing energy in the problem instead of acting on on the solution. And I know in Chasing Cupcakes, I write about this when I was building my tiny house. And some things happened when the home was delivered and there were all of these issues and challenges that, you know, the the house had been delivered by a trucking company. So the manufacturer wasn't anywhere nearby and we didn't know how to fix these issues. And we didn't even know what all the issues were. We just knew things were really, really wrong. And for, gosh, I don't know, Days, if not weeks, I was so focused on the problem. I was pissed off about the money that I had spent, about the fact that it showed up damaged. Whose fault was it? Who was going to, you know, get involved and, and give me some answers? And all of my energy was going into the problem. How I was wronged and what was wrong instead of acting on the solution. And I see this in my inbox every single day where people will spend four, five, six paragraphs and probably 10, 15, 20 minutes of their time and energy, not counting the amount of days or weeks or months they were thinking about it before they sent the email and how many hours or days or weeks or months they spend thinking about it after they send the email, 
where they're going into everything that's wrong and their past and why they are where they are and what's contributed to it and what's in the way. That is a hallmark of the hard road, giving your energy to the problem instead of acting on the solution. And I write uh, an example in Chasing Cupcakes about somebody who went to great lengths to describe to me their snacking problem. Like, I'm so good all day long, but gosh, in the afternoon, I just can't stop myself. My, my snacking is out of control. And no matter how good I've been all day, I come home and I just don't care. And, that, 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 that. and I said, you don't have a snacking problem. You have a snacking practice. That's totally different. It's not a problem. It's a practice. And for all of us, our past patterns are usually just more practiced, more familiar, and sometimes more comfortable, but they have no power. They have no power at all, except that, that which we choose to give them through our own perspective and our practice. Your practice is what creates the problem, and it's also what will create the solution. That is a hallmark of the hard road, investing more energy, more emotion, more time, more thought into the problem instead of acting on the solution. The next hallmark of the hard road is making yourself a victim of factors outside your control. Hallmark of the hard road. We can do it. We can make a case for it. And all I'm saying is it makes things harder when you make yourself a victim of factors outside of your control. One of the recent Q&A Saturday shows that Sarah and I did included somebody who was asking about people in her life who have different goals. And she said, you know, they're, they're great people. I love them. They're the closest people to me. But when we go out and I say, hey, you know, don't let me have ice cream tonight. And then we go out and I say, I want ice cream. They're like, okay, they're enabling me. They're not enabling you. You are allowing their approval to authorize your decisions. That's not the same thing. You can't, I mean, you can make yourself a victim of the fact that they didn't tell you no, but quite frankly, that is a choice that will make change harder and there is an easier way when you take full responsibility. And we'll talk about the easier way here in a little bit. The next hallmark of the hard road, making decisions based on emotion instead of on principle. Making decisions based on emotion instead of on principle. This is actually one of the weekly challenge, uh, challenges in the veterans' 12 weeks to transformation. Making life and change and all things easier by identifying what are the principles I want to live by. Because when we don't make that really clear and we begin making decisions and continue making decisions based on our emotions, I'm stressed, I'm tired, I'm overwhelmed, I'm sad, I'm lonely, change gets way harder. Because we can become people who make principle-based decisions instead of emotional-based decisions. And that just means that no matter how you're feeling, you're still going to remain consistent because your decisions aren't dictated by how you feel. They're dictated based on your personal principles. All right. The next hallmark of the hard road is trying to do everything right instead of focusing on doing the right thing. Oh my gosh, how many times in my life have I set out this list of like today, I'm, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do this. 
and then felt overwhelmed by the standards I set, right? And then felt like it was daunting or it was overwhelming or I didn't have the bandwidth for it that day. And if I had just simply said to myself, I'm just going to do what's right. What's right for my goals? What's right for my body? And that's far simpler decision-making criteria. We make change so much harder when we're trying to do everything right instead of just focusing on doing the right thing. Another hallmark of the hard road is talking yourself into an excuse instead of talking yourself into progress. This excuses are valid. We can totally make a case for, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. I'll do better tomorrow. It'll be easier when the kids go back to school. We can. It just makes change so much harder than it needs to be. When we're focusing on the excuses and why they're valid instead of on progress and why that's valid. The last hallmark of the hard road that we'll talk about today is focusing more on the journeys and opinions of others than on your own. Focusing more on the journeys and the opinions of others than on your own. It can be something that you choose to let paralyze you. I see this in business all the time. People who are looking at what other people are doing and how they're doing it and just wishing they could be more like them or that they sounded more like them or that they looked more like them or that they wrote more like them. And so they just kind of stay on the sidelines thinking about how they could do it more like somebody else. I was talking to some, some friends the other day and I was like, there's no trick to being yourself, you know? We don't need to concern ourselves with somebody else's financial journey, somebody else's health journey, somebody else's strategy or approach. We just have to be true to the one that we're, the journey we're on and to what works for us. But we make change so much damn harder when we're focusing on everybody else's journey and everybody else's opinion, but not our own journey and not our own opinion. So what does the alternative look like? How do we make this easier? First, choose to value consistency more than intensity and novelty. Now, these are not one and done decisions, right? It's not like, okay, yeah, I see your point. Consistency, got it. No, this is a decision you'll probably have to make every day and probably many times a day. That's true for me, without a doubt. I get some email about some business accelerator and, oh, yeah, pay us $15,000 and we're going to help you triple your business in next many days. Well, I choose in that moment to value consistency over intensity and novelty. I choose to teach my clients consistency over intensity and novelty. You know what? Quite frankly, I could make a whole lot more money in business if I could appeal to, if I would appeal to everybody's hot desire for something new and something intense. But it doesn't work as well as consistency. Making a decision to value consistency over novelty and intensity and then freaking acting like it. The second hallmark of the easier road is win the moment you are in and leave yesterday and tomorrow out of it, right? This goes back to this idea uh, from the hard road of dismissing what you don't feel like prioritizing today. Look, win the moment you're in. This morning, I had one of those decisions to make for myself when I was like, you know, I, I don't really need to record a podcast today. I have other things I can do. But I'm committed to 
winning the moment I'm in and not putting off till tomorrow what I don't feel like prioritizing today. So I'm doing this today because I don't want to make my journey in any realm harder than it needs to be. Win the moment you're in. Leave yesterday and what happened yesterday and how good you were yesterday or how bad you were yesterday. Leave it out of it. And what you plan to do tomorrow has nothing to do with it. Very simply, win the moment you're in. The third thing that makes change so much easier is committing to improving your mindset and perspective every single day, right? Working more on your mindset than on your skill set. You've probably heard me say this a thousand times now, but of it's the only poster I have in my office actually, um, and it's one that I made up, and it says, if you want to triple your business, double your growth, your business is only as good as you are. And the same is true of your choices. They're only as good as you are. When we change our mindset and we start focusing on what we want and why we want it and what we can do, instead of continuing to focus on what went wrong and why we don't feel like it and everything that's been screwed up before, we get better and change gets easier. Commit to improving your mindset and your perspective every single day. Invest your energy in creating solutions instead of making a case for the validity of the problem. You are in control of how much energy you put into convincing yourself of the problem. My practice in my life is little to no energy and time and emotion spent in, this is the problem, this is why it sucks, and this is how I feel about it. I want to move as quickly as possible to the solution. I choose to invest my energy, to invest my thought, to invest my time and my emotion in creating solutions instead of using that time, energy, emotion, and attention to make a case for the validity of the problem. And there's a whole chapter in the book about becoming a creative, energetic problem solver and what that looks like. We make change easier when we take advantage of all that is within our control and we don't waste energy or place blame on everything we can't control. Yes, for sure, there are things we cannot control. We cannot control other people. We cannot control the past. There's so much that we can't control, but there's so much we can. So let's take advantage of all the things we can control. And if we do that, change gets easier, progress happens faster, and that is a choice. To be the kind of person who says, I'm not gonna get all twisted, or place blame on what I can't control because I know there will always be things I control and they don't have to stop me because there's more that I can control. The other thing we can do to make change easier is practice principle-based responses instead of emotionally infused reactions. So one of my principles is to communicate with understanding and love. And if I'm practicing that, then I'm not reacting out of anger. I'm not reacting out of frustration because those are emotionally infused reactions. And I choose to practice. Does not mean I'm a master and I probably never will be. That's not the goal. I choose to practice. The principle-based response, the principle being, I am someone who communicates with love and understanding instead of the emotionally charged reaction of irritation or anger, et cetera. Everybody's principles are going to be different, right? But the same thing is true with food. Like I have a principle that I fuel my body well. 
and I put my health as a top priority. And when I'm practicing responses based on that principle, then I'm not practicing responses based on I'm stressed out, where's the ice cream? Principle-based responses instead of emotionally infused reactions. The next hallmark of the easier road is focus on doing the right thing instead of doing all things right. We can simplify this. We can make change easier, but just, hey, what's the right thing? What's the right thing? Spending $150 on shoes when you committed to your budget this month, what's the right thing? You said you were going to be a better communicator in your home. And yeah, you're irritated, you're annoyed and all of these things, but like what is it just very simply to do the right thing in this moment? It's a practice. All of it is a practice. A couple more here. Keep your eyes on your own work. Waste no energy comparing your journey to somebody else's because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they're doing, how long they've been doing it, what their results are, anything like that. Keep your eyes on your own work. We waste energy when we're looking at what other people are doing and comparing ourselves to them. Just get, get your head down and do your work. We all have plenty of work to do. We're just wasting time when we're comparing ourselves to somebody else or somebody else's journey. And lastly, seize every opportunity to break away from past patterns instead of seizing every opportunity to rehearse them, seizing every opportunity to justify them, seizing every opportunity to feel like you're a victim of them and convince yourself of such. Every day, we're going to have hundreds, if not thousands, of opportunities to break free from past patterns, whether that's snapping at our kids or eating the cookies or watching too much TV, whatever it is, you can choose to seize the opportunity to break away in this moment from the past pattern, and it makes change so much easier. Ultimately, you are 100% in control of which approach you choose. Always. And here's the thing. It's not just this one-time decision. Every day, in every choice, with every thought, you can choose the harder way or the easier way. And every single choice is a chance. There's a quote that I put in the book that comes from Byron Katie, and it says, you can end your own suffering. And you can. You can end your own suffering. It's about which path you choose and which practice you choose. And if you want more detail on this, if you want to kind of expand this out for yourself, Chasing Cupcakes is a, a great place to do it. Uh, it's a pretty easy read. You can get it in hardcover, in paperback. You can get the e-reader version, Kindle or whatnot, or you can listen on Audible, kind of like a podcast, except it's all a lot longer. Uh, I do read the audiobook, and like I mentioned at the start of the show, while you can get the hardcover, the paperback, the Kindle on Amazon, um, if you're new to Audible, you can get the Audible for straight up free. If you're new to Audible, you just go to audibletrial.com forward slash primal potential and you get like a free subscription to Audible as well as your first book free. So you could choose to use Chasing Cupcakes for that. I'm going to put that link in the show notes and you can always find the show notes. Today's show notes will be at primalpotential.com forward slash 668. I hope every single one of you will choose to practice 
optimizing your decisions to reflect the easier road instead of the hard road. Because yeah, change can be super, super, super hard, but it also doesn't have to be. And that stems from what path we choose. And every single choice you make is a chance to practice that easier road. Make it a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.